0: What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to episode 44 of More Wrestling's podcast. I'm your host, Dylan Morrison. I am joined today by my co-host, Zach Rolfe, and I guess the founder of Warzone Wrestling Events, Jason Layton. Is that correct, Jason? That is correct. How's it going? Too bad. How was... everything's going down there? Where are you based out of?
1: So we are based out of Long Island. Okay. We are just in section 11 here in
0: Hop Hog. All right. All right. So uh, Warzone wrestling events, I, I guess I might've gotten a follow on Twitter um, maybe a month or two ago, and I wasn't really sure about what the you know Warzone wrestling events, uh, competitions rather, uh, what was it about? Uh, kind of explain what Warzone wrestling events are.
1: Sure. So we are a way of rating wrestlers. Um, and with that data that we get from rating them, we can pair them up in matches on the fly. So this isn't uh, the type of competition that's existed in the past. It's a way for a wrestler to show up to the event, take out his cell phone, request the match. And then, you know, 10 minutes later, get a text message saying that he's up against this other wrestler on this mat. Um, And because we're pairing the matches up on the fly, like the matchups are really good. Like they're always like very close in age, weight and skill. Um, And the events are much faster. So. You don't have to wait around all day. You'll be there for, you know, two hours. In two hours, you might be able to wrestle six times if you want to wrestle that much. Um, And it's just a good way of getting, you know, our beginners accurately paired with one another and our experts as well.
0: So you said it was an app, or uh, so you said you can use your phone. Um, Is there an app that you use for? Uh,
1: It's all done through our website. So it just works right through your phone's browser.
2: All right. What goes into deciding the rating for each athlete?
1: So you get an initial rating when you first sign up and describe your own skill. But after that, every match that you complete, your rating adjusts based on whether you win or lose. Um, And if you win, it goes up. If you lose, it goes down. But who you beat also determines how much it goes up by. So it pretty quickly is going to get you into the right spot where you're like right next to a bunch of other competitors at your skill level. Um, You know, and uh, like it, it's really accurate you know, if we go to a new region and we have maybe 200 kids that have never been raided before within two matches, the entire hierarchy pretty much takes, push, takes shape.
2: Okay. Um, does it matter what style of wrestling they're doing or does nope. it just go based on winner losses really?
1: No, we need a separate database for each style. Um, you know, because obviously you might be really good in folk style, but not that good in Greco. Um, but the same principle in general works. Um, Based on the results, it makes the hierarchy. And then we know, like, should we pair this match or not? Like, we want, one of our philosophies is that, especially at the beginner level in wrestling, we only want winnable matches for both kids. We don't want to send a kid out in a match that he doesn't have a chance of winning. Because, I mean, you know, when you're seven years old, that's not any fun. It might be, you might be the underdog in the match. You might only be able to win one out of five or six of them. But, you know, that's a fair match to put out. We don't want to send a match where you couldn't win out of a million times.
2: That makes sense. Um, is it, have you guys used it for youth and high school wrestling or is it mainly? Uh, we've used it for as young as four and as old as adult. Um, oh, wow. Okay. So, you know,
1: it works the best when we just have like a large com- uh, pool of competitors to pick from. So we normally don't separate it into like a high school event or a youth event. It's just like get as many wrestlers as we can at one time and then watch as we figure out who belongs with who.
2: Okay. Um, how does is there like a tournament director like do you one of you guys show up to each event or is it just you kind of teach somebody how the system works and then they go in and do it themselves
1: so we handle all the pairings we usually will do that remotely if somebody else is the tournament director so like you know i have another company well-run tournaments and we put on our own events all over the northeast where we trailer a bunch of mats hire referees that sort of thing Um, but then we also work with other tournament directors like from other States who have their own venues and their own refs and their own markets. And they just bring us in to handle the pairing. Um, And it usually when that happens, we will attend the first event. Like I'll fly out there and I'll work with them. Um, And if all that goes well after that, you know, the future events, we can just, we can do it from long Island. There's not too much work we have to do there. You know, it's easy to run the system, but we need somebody at least who's there who kind of understands some of the basics.
2: Right. Right.
0: I don't know if you've explained this yet or not, or maybe I just saw it on your website, but like how do the Warzone matchups happen? Like you said, uh, I don't know if you explained about the weight classes and, or lack thereof rather, um, you know, how it's more pairing than kids don't really have to worry about, you know, making weight and worrying about cutting weight, which I thought was pretty cool.
1: Sure. So we have this, this line called the pairing pool, and that's a line of people who have said, Hey, I want to match. So, When you first get to the event, you weigh in, you get it like a starting time. So you know when you're gonna arrive and you know when you're gonna leave. First thing you do is you weigh in and then you press a button on your cell phone that says, find a match. That adds you in line to the pairing pool. You're waiting in line, you're waiting in line. And when you're the first in line, what we do is we're gonna select the best matchup for you from the rest of the wrestlers in the pairing pool. And we've actually got someone who's sitting at the computer who when you're first in line, it generates a list of who the computer suggests from best to worst. And the person's like looking over it and will select who he thinks uh, makes the most sense for you. So you might wait till you're first in line and then we'll select your best pairing. Or while you're waiting in line, you might be the pairing for someone who is first in line.
0: So what if, uh, you know, maybe you wrestled this guy last week or, or whatever it may be like, is there a way that you can kind of opt out of a pairing? Um, Cause obviously so, you're not really looking at brackets. I, well, you are in a, in a sense, but
1: it's not, it's not brackets, r- but right. we'll see who you're paired with before the match happens. Um, for one, we've, we are tracking who you've wrestled before. Um, so we're going to try to avoid pairing you with the same person. The only reason we're going to pair you with the same person again is because there's no other good matchups for you. You know, obviously I'd rather pair you with the same guy that you wrestled three weeks ago, uh, compared to a new person who's you know 15% heavier than you are, like we want to we want to try to come up with what we consider the best matchups. Um, but if you are unhappy with a matchup that we've selected, there's just a button you press on your phone which will cancel that match it moves the other person to the very front of the line. So that person will be repaired right away. Um, and then you might have to wait again a little while, but depending on the reason that you canceled, usually like you can just be, okay, like, hey, uh, I wrestled him or I, I don't really want to wrestle that guy. Can you move us to the front of the line and we'll skip the line
0: for you as well. So how many matches uh, could you get in a day? Cause I mean, you mentioned that it's a great way to get, you know, three, four, five matches in a, Kind of a reasonable amount of time. Some some of them are saying it's been like two hours and you're in and out. How many matches can you get in one day?
1: So it all depends on what we want, how long we want you to stay there and how long we want you to wait. So the tournament director has control of all that. So typically we, we tend to have matches, uh, your time window be for two hours. Um, and on average, kids can get five to six matches in their two-hour window. Now, you opt into every match. So if you only want to wrestle twice, that's all you have to do. But um, we've had one kid got once 12 matches in his two hours because he was like a 40-pounder, and, you know, those matches tend to run a lot faster. Um, But five to six seems to be the standard. If we wanted to host an event that lasted longer and give people more chances, we could. Or we could, you know, host an event where people only got to do, you know, maybe three matches in an hour. it's, It's really up to the tournament director.
0: So it sounds like, a, you know, being a fast way to get matches, is there like a, um obviously, you know, high school, there's 45 minutes uh, between matches, but is there like a set thing that you have a set time that you have between matches or can you kind of control that? As we don't, as you go? we don't,
1: but I mean, we will be able to do that for like if a high school organization ever wants to run one. And one of the constraints is you have to wait at least 45 minutes. Like we, we're totally capable of doing that. You know, the whole 45 minute rule like, it really depends on the size of the wrestler where that matters. High school does it like it blankets across the board. But the truth is, like, heavyweights are the ones who need long recovery time. You know, you're, you're a New York 99-pounder. Like, they don't need 45 minutes to recover. Mm-hmm. And you're a 45-pound, you know, six-year-old. Like, that kid needs three minutes, and he's fully recovered, ready to go again. So I think it really depends on, uh,
2: you know, the age and the weight. So say, say I had, I host an event and I got a kid, I got maybe five kids at 140 pounds. And one of them is a 200 level guy and the rest of them are like 50 level guys. Is that 200 level guy still going to get matched up with those 50 level guys? Um, their levels work. That's just kind of throwing random numbers out there, you know? Like I know, I know the question that you're trying to
1: ask. So I'm going to assume that like the, the guy who's the elite expert, right? he's still going to win most of his matches. Like we we can't get everybody to be 50, 50, but um, we're going to challenge him by maybe wrestling against someone who's also elite, who's two pounds heavier than him. You know, he might be giving up a little weight in some of his bouts, or he might just, you know, have a bunch of guys that are around him. I don't want to pair the beginner with the expert. The only reason I ever do that is if there's not enough wrestlers, you know, I've done an event where there's only three guys, you know, between 140 and 150 pounds and then the closest to them is like 120 and 180 it's like well you the three of you guys are going to wrestle one another and that's all we can do but then i've done other events where we've got 20 kids between you know 100 and 110 and uh the beginners are going to be with the beginners the intermediates with the intermediates and with the experts with the experts and so forth you know Very the nice. more the more kids there are the better the matchups become and the less weight will play a role in it. You know, if we have, if we have lots of kids that are close to you in weight, you're never going to be giving up a lot of weight or, or having a lot of weight on your opponent.
0: Could you explain, like, some of the events that you might have right now? I, I know there's some events down there on Long Island, but you have, uh, you know, some of them are at Hop Hog or, like, they're just at, like, a rec center or this, that, or the other. But, uh, you know, a lot of them are small. Are they more geared towards uh, smaller not smaller events, but like smaller, you know, I shouldn't say play days cause that's not really a wrestling thing, but like, you know what I'm saying? Like th- three mm-hmm. schools or four schools or five schools or like a, a city neighborhood, you know what I'm saying? So or- the
1: thing, the thing is like, we're just better than Madison round Robin bracketing, like any event anywhere in the country that's using Madison or round Robin, we will just do a better job for the number of competitors you have. So although our software works better with, lots more competitors like we've ran events as small as 25 people where like you wouldn't be able to do round robin if you would have tried that because you just end up with like a lot of like two-man brackets where they're wrestling each other so instead of having a bunch of that like we're able to pair matches that would be like between brackets also like because we don't have age divisions you know, in New York at the youth level, there's an eight year old division and then there's a 10 year old division, then a 12 year old. And what that means is your kid who's 7.9 years old doesn't get a chance to wrestle the kid who's 8.1. And like they're pretty much the same age. They need to wrestle with one another. It doesn't make sense not to at least have that as an option. So we do a great job for when there's really small events because we can still make them happen. But with large events, you know, then that's the. uh we can do like a phenomenal job for everyone. Our largest event to date was in Michigan. We had 409 competitors and everybody got an average of around seven matches. And, and, wow, wow. Awesome. That's and we incredible. had, we had, that was a, we used a two and a half hour time window for that event. Cause we wanted to let people wrestle a little bit more. Um, and we had kids as light as 40 pounds and up to heavyweights
2: from every age. Two and a half hours, 400 and some odd kids, and seven matches each? Yeah, well, to be clear, the event doesn't
1: take two and a half hours. The event is still all day long. But
2: oh, okay. the time
1: okay. window from when they arrive to when they leave is structured that way. So one of the differences between us and, like, let's say, a ladder elimination tournament, You know, let's, let's talk, for example, the Ohio tournament of champions, the Ohio tournament of champions gets, you know, over well over a thousand kids. I think it's something like 1500 kids and it's a one day tournament. So they have to start in the morning. I think that it's something like 60 mats, but by the end of the night, like they don't, they need like, you know, a handful of mats because most of the competitors have been eliminated. Our style of event just keeps all the mats fully occupied all day long. So it kind of utilizes the mat space a little bit better. Um, That makes
2: sense.
0: Yeah, yeah. I find that incredible. Like you were talking about how you had maybe five guys um, in like one weight thing, but like they didn't have to be uh, round robin, like you mentioned. But so like this past year in COVID trying to do matchups, even during the high school season where, you know, this a lot of kids, you know, it was during the spring season. So you weren't getting a lot of wrestlers. And then you're kind of trying to play around with the, the matchups and the pairings weren't the greatest because it, it's a lot easier. I mean, we thought it was a lot easier just to do, you know, put two pools of four, but really what, I mean, what you guys are doing down at war zone events, it's, it's a lot easier. It seems like. Um, it just,
1: it just lets you be flexible and lets you do things on the fly too. A lot of people they'll lie about their skill. Um, you know, p- parents want to pad their kids' egos so maybe they put him down in the beginner division and he's like wrecking everyone. Like, we we catch you right away. You're going to get tough matches. You can, you don't get to like come in and, and pick on beginners. Um, so it just gives you the – the tournament director has the flexibility to like be able to do things on the fly instead of how it used to be where you have to have all the matchups set up in advance. You know, another thing that we don't deal with is – you never wait around for a match that doesn't happen. Um, Sometimes, you, you know, you might wait an hour and then you find out that that kid left or that kid got hurt and you didn't check out. You know, it's such a pain. If that happens at one of our events, like you're immediately repaired, you're back out there in five minutes. It's not a big deal.
2: How did this idea come about? So
1: what you were just talking about, the like, how do you, how do I make these round robin brackets? I what started doing tournaments like that maybe a little over four years ago. And I just saw how broken the system was. Like I could see all the lying just from parents who were either lying about their kid's weight, but, or, you know, I don't want to say lying, but, you know, um, (laughs) exaggerating about their kid's weight and skill. Uh, And it was just really clear that it was a broken system Um, And I knew about the concept of ELO rating systems because I like the game of chess chess is like a very interesting game to me and they've been using this type of system for like 80 years, Um, and then once we had a rating system that worked for wrestling, then it was like hey maybe we can figure out a way to pair them live on the fly like they do with the chess websites, so chess was really like the inspiration for it, but there's been a lot of challenges to solve, such as dealing with weight because you know in wrestling you can cut weight and obviously if you're bigger or smaller than you were last time, like your rating is going to change. Um, and that's all part of our rating system as well now. So
2: hope that every, every war zone has a weigh in or is there an honor system?
1: No, you always are weighed in. Um, it doesn't slow the event down because we're not waiting for your whole weight class to weigh in. Like as soon as you weigh in, you can begin finding matches. And we bring people throughout the day in weight order. So pretty much every 15 minutes, we'll weigh in a new batch of competitors. So it'll start at like 40 pounds in the morning. We'll do like 40 to 43. Then we'll add in, we'll keep adding throughout the day. Um, And then at the very end of the day, once we stop adding people in, uh, the event kind of dwindles down.
2: So backtracking a little bit to kind of a little bit more about how the system works. After... Yeah, I matched up, I get on the mat, I wrestle. How does the result get recorded?
1: So just like, like any normal tournament, there's someone at the mat side table that has their cell phone and they can just, you know, they already see who's wrestling. There's like a picture of the wrestler in their name. After the match is over, they just select the winner and that submits the result. When that happens, both wrestlers get text message notifications letting them know what the result was. That way they can let us know if something was wrong. Um and now the wrestlers themselves, their ratings are updated. So they can see like, okay, I just lost twenty points and just gained thirty points. Um, and they are now resting. So if they want another match on their phone, they have to press the find a match button. One of the nice things about us is that you don't need any like special software to run us. You don't need laptop. Everybody has a cell phone these days. So you just need, you know, your table workers out there their own cell phones and you can you can run an event.
2: That makes this that's makes it a lot easier than most places you go and would if you it get... be more
0: ideal for uh you know whoever like a tournament director to you know experience one of the tournaments that you guys are currently running like uh, obviously let's say let's say somebody down there in section four binghamton area or corning area where zach is um you know where would you you know would you want to go down and onto the island and see one of the events that you're running before you actually run yourself
1: you don't, you don't need to, cause I'm going to come up there. Like uh, I won't let you do an event without ever having seen one and being trained for one. We right. did that once it, it worked, but like it was more stress on the tournament director than he needed. Um, <laughs> uh, You know, really all I need from you, from somebody who wants to run one is just, can you get enough kids together to make a successful wrestling event? You know, I've had guys who, who, who are like, yeah, we'll get 200 people. And then, you know, we work with them on their first event three days before the event, they've got 20 people registered. And it's like, all right, apparently you thought you could pull more people together. If you can get me a lot of kids, I can do a great job fundraising for your program. And I can give everyone a great experience. Like that is a promise that I can make. You'll you'll do a good fundraiser. Everybody will leave happy thinking they got a lot of matches fast. Didn't waste a lot of their time.
0: So if like parents... Put their uh, egos aside, you know, this, this obviously sounds really, you know, a no brainer, right? So you're, you're not going to have little Johnnies with uh, chasing their 500th win, you know, at 10 years old um, because they wrestled, you know, novice kids the whole time. But like if they go to a, an event like yourselves, um, you're, you're wrestling guys that are your own or girls that your your own way ish or an ability. So it's going to be the, the development for these wrestlers is is very critical. And uh, this seems like the way to go. You know, how do they reach out to you if if they want to start something?
1: Uh, So there's an application process on our website. You just kind of got to give me some information about your um, involvement in the wrestling world. Our website is www.wellruntournaments.com. And you just click, I think it's bring Warzone to your region. I really just want to know, like, can you get the bodies together to make it work? If you can, we'll give it a shot with you.
2: What's your ideal number? A million? (laughs)
1: <laughs> like, like seriously the more the more we have the better it works you know it, it's funny because we really only need 10 kids to make it work if they were all the same size right now if if you could give me 20 wrestlers between 100 and 115 pounds i could do a fantastic job if you give me 50 wrestlers between 50 and 250 pounds it'll be okay it'll work but like you know the more wrestlers that we have close to you at the event, the better it's going to be for you. So we've ran events where it's like in between, you know, 60 and 70 pounds. It's a phenomenal experience for everyone. And we've ran other events where uh, the same event, you know, up at 215 pounds, the closest guy you had to you was 245. And like, you only got one match. So it's really not, how does the whole event do? It's like, how did it, how was the event for each individual who attended
2: Makes sense. Is there a profile? So each guy has a profile. Does it show you who you've wrestled? Yep. Every time you go into a war zone. Yep. You can you can track your history, and you can also
1: click on their name and see who they've beaten, and lost, and their progression. Um, and I believe you can see their previous weights too. I think that information is listed. I'm not sure. I'd have to look.
0: Uh, you mentioned that you had a, an event out in Michigan, um, and you obviously have some events down there in Long Island as well. Uh, where are some of your other events located?
1: So we we just uh, signed up to do our first five events in Wisconsin. We are in twelve states now. Uh, we've been in New Hampshire. I'm not going to remember them all, but New Hampshire, Massachusetts, Rhode Island, New Jersey, Pennsylvania. We're set up in Delaware. Florida, Michigan, I think I'm missing one or two. I can't totally remember.
2: We did Utah. Oh. How well, many guys do have... you have running these tournaments? Directors, you mean? Uh, more so like you're, you said you're sitting behind the computer matching kids up. Like how many of the, is it just you or is there other people doing that as well?
1: So we have – there's a team. Uh, so I run a wrestling academy, and Warzone and the wrestling academy both operate out of the same building. And like a lot of our wrestling coaches here are also helping out with Warzone. So like they'll work in the office during the day uh, to help with either pairing or setting up events. And then at night, they'll be working at our academy coaching kids. Uh, working on Warzone, there's probably maybe six of us. And then my academy has about 15 coaches that are are operating out of here.
2: Okay. Telling you got anything else?
0: Yeah, no. So I was going to say is like, obviously, you're talking about New Hampshire, Massachusetts, Wisconsin, um, New York, all these different states. Uh, When did you start Warzone? Because I mean, obviously, it sounds like it's a rapid growing, um, you know, event.
1: So we started four years ago, we had a little bit of uh, some tech hiccups in the first year and a half. Um, We were running good events. It was just like once we'd get over like 130 people, our software got really slow. So uh, it kind of like set a bottleneck to us initially. Um, and then we got all our software checked out. Like everything was ready to rock. We, we did a 400 person event in Utah um, and we knew we were like good to go, ready to just like scale it out there. And then COVID like punched us so hard in the gut that we've been trying to catch our breath since then. Um, so I think this winter is going to be a big year for us because hopefully wrestling comes back strong. And if it does, we will be able to really help organize wrestling in uh in all the different communities that we're involved with.
0: Yeah, so like, if anything, this this time right now after COVID with a lot of these kids, well, between, I mean, whether they're K through six, uh, you know, they haven't wrestled in, some of them haven't wrestled in a year and a half, right? I mean, obviously the, yeah. the committed ones, they found clubs and all that stuff, but, you know, the novice ones that need that development over, you know, the last year and a half of not wrestling, this sounds like a great event, you know, where you're going to get five six seven matches in a day at least and then you know maybe you turn around next weekend and you get five six seven matches all wrestling kids that are the same weight so that's that's great i hope to see that a a growing trend in new york state and definitely in the northeast and around the country
1: that's the plan i mean the one thing that we really need is i think that this sport would benefit enormously from having a rating system that tracks all the wrestlers in the country you know if we once we know the weight age name and location and skill of all these wrestlers there's going to be better ways to organize them you know right now like some my club sometimes we've got advanced sixth graders in the room at the same time as our beginner first graders and like i really want to do a better job of separating kids into the groups they belong with um so that way we can kind of just get a better handle of coaching um appropriately to their level
2: yeah and you know thinking selfishly when i when i I looked at your program. Actually, it was like a week before you actually mess. Well, I don't know if it was you or, or your your one of your other guys, but one of you guys messaged me, and it was funny because I, I took a screenshot of your program and I sent it to another one of my coaches, because I, I was like, "Hey, we should try to do one of these here," and it was just coincidentally that you guys messaged me afterwards. But now that they're talking to you, like I I feel like this would be something great for the youth mostly, right? I'm sure it'd be helpful for the for the high school and everything too. But just to help. I know my kid. He's in that middle range for his age, where like he's not advanced yet, but he's not novice anymore. So it's that weird spot. Like, do I take him to novice tournaments or take him to regular tournaments? And I feel like doing something like this would definitely be the most beneficial thing for personally my kid too. So the high school kids benefit from it, but the youth kids need
1: it because right, yeah. a high school kid who gets who gets his his butt kicked, like he's not necessarily going to quit. But, you know, your seven-year-old at his first wrestling tournament that gets pinned three times where his parents weren't wrestlers and, like, he waits three hours. And, like, it's just we give a very bad first experience to our youth beginners in this sport. Um, yeah,
2: it's, it's because,
1: you know, a lot of events are so unorganized because they're ran once a year by, you know, a, a potentially a new tournament director who took over for a previous one it's it's the hardest sport in the world to organize like if you think about it you know organizing a game of soccer is so much easier than organizing 200 bouts for 400 kids at you know so many different ages weights and skills so as a result our events they're so slow and we beat up our beginners so we really help our beginners more than anyone else
2: yeah. I, I'm, I'm going to, I can tell you, I'm going to try to push this around our area for sure. Cause I think this would be that. super beneficial for my area for, you know, selfishly. Great.
0: Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to message John drew. He runs the CNY wrestling.com. You know, uh, Zach does the section four part of it. I do the section 10, but as far as posting, you know, events and, and getting that out there, you know, this is definitely beneficial for all parties, whether you're, you're an advanced wrestler or not. Um, you know, it's you're not chasing, You know, there seems like there's a national championship event every single weekend and and selfishly, or maybe like kids are chasing trophies or their parents rather are chasing trophies. This is the event that wrestling needs, especially right now. Like if you're looking at the modified level in New York state, um, I'm not knocking the modified level, but it kind of, you know, it's not up there with Pennsylvania, right? They're, they're Mm -hmm. trending in a different direction because the modified level there and our level up here is you know it's dwindling but kids are either getting thrown to varsity where somewhat they don't belong but obviously they're going to get better matches there but they're also going to get beat up but like if you if you have events like this i think that's taking away or it's going to add to you know the the development of those wrestlers that are maybe missing out on some of these events but
2: absolutely do Um, you so i I do have another question suggest maybe suggestions and stuff so um you know, wrestling is not a participation trophy award sport, and we all know that, right? But kids do go to tournaments. They want, you know, they, they want some kind of, if they win, they want something nice. Or or the kids who lose, look at the kids who won something like, oh, I can't wait to win one of those. Do you Have you had any kind of like reward si- systems or anything like that? So,
1: so, right now, we do something really simple, but the one we're creating in the future is going to be really cool. I'll, I'll give you a, a little run through of it. Right now, we just do the medal we give based on the number of matches that kids complete. Um, So if you complete three, get a bronze, complete four silver, five for gold. The reason we do it that way um, is because it incentivizes more wrestling. And we want a kid who's already been out there four times, who's like ready to go home. A lot of times they come up to get their medal and I'm like, hey, you do one more, you'll get the gold. And they'll go back out there and they'll wrestle another match. We've also done it where it's based on the number of wins that works as well too. What we don't want to do is we don't want to make it based on being undefeated, because then you won't push yourself into additional matches. If you're three and oh, why would you wrestle another match? You know, yeah, like, yeah, that's a good point. And, and not do it, so we'll never do it that way. But uh, one of the cool things is we've already made a rankings calculator that will show you who's the top rated wrestler for your age and your weight, and it, that that means whatever your exact age and weight is. If you are 98.7 pounds and 12 years old it's going to show you where you stand compared to every other kid who's 98.7 and 12 point whatever years old um, so you can see like real rankings right now we only have it for our entire database so it's like national version but yeah. we will be coming out with state-based and um, probably county-based I, I don't think there's an easy way to do sections uh, so we'll have that um, and also, we'll be able to do, like, uh, awards based on where you stood at the end of a season. So these could be, like, much larger awards because, yeah. you know, it's it's one thing to win a tournament. It's another thing to be the highest-rated wrestler at your age and weight for the entire year. Um, and also, we are currently creating a scoring system which would uh, track everybody at a single event. Where, you know, if we have a 400-kid event, we could show this is the one kid who performed the best on the day. Um, and then we could do some, like, real sizable
2: awards for something like that. Does it matter if – so when it's, when it's going into the ranking points, does it matter if I get a major or a pin or anything like that? You don't want it to because,
1: you know, you might be losing 2 nothing, And in order to come back in the match, you got to take some risks and you get yourself pinned. We never want a wrestler being like, "Well, if I get pinned, I lose more points, so I'm happy losing to nothing." No, we always want you trying to win the match, uh, so it makes
2: most sense to do it that way. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that's good logic there.
0: Yeah, that, those are great incentives. I like that.
2: Yeah, I mean, when I when I first asked the question about awards, my first thought was like some kind of Iron Man thing, the most matches throughout the day, you know, stuff like that. So I, I do think that's a really good way to to reward the kids showing up to these events. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so uh, you sound like a passionate guy about the sport of wrestling, and obviously you're from Long Island. How did you get involved in wrestling, you know, years ago?
1: So I was 12 years old. I needed to make friends because I was in a new school. Uh, Somebody in my class said, why don't you join the wrestling team? I was like, all right, I'll try this out. Um, I liked it. I did decent, but, you know, I wasn't anything special. Um, But the team I was on was actually like a pretty good team, so I learned a decent amount. I moved schools again in 10th grade. And now in my new school, I was one of the good kids on the team. Um, And so I just like bought in. We were that team of underdogs that's like chasing after, you know, oh, we could be as good as the top team. We could be one of them. So we just had like our coach was great. He'd only wrestled for a year, but what a great motivator he was. He got us to like, he really built a wrestling culture in us. And, you know, by 11th grade, I was just obsessed. I wanted to chase down the, you know, the state title and then chase down the national title. It's just, you know, what I wanted to do with my time. So I bought in fully to wrestling. I wrestled in college. I did pretty well. Um, and then I started, you know, working wrestling a few years later and that's when I kind of got into, you know, starting my own Academy and then eventually getting into tournaments and seeing how broken the tournaments were. And, you know, ever since I figured out like, okay, war zones, what I want, I, my, I want my mission to be, I want to be the one who rates all the wrestlers in the country like I am full speed ahead on that mission um, and we're getting a lot of other people to support us. So it's, it's been a great ride so far.
0: No, that's awesome. I'm. Mean, we need more people like yourself to, in the sport of wrestling. Obviously we're uh, all in this for the better, whether it's, we're doing the podcast, doing whatever we're doing. And then, you know, you're doing these events, helping, you know, hundreds or thousands of wrestling kids, you know, develop better skills and uh, obviously the competition too. So you got I'm anything still- else for them, Zach?
2: No, I just I was gonna kind of reiterate what you're saying. We need people that are gonna help this youth youth wrestling specifically yep, to help yep. get kids to stay around, right? I mean, football doesn't have that problem. Basketball doesn't have that problem because it's not hard. You can show up, play a game for two hours, and go home. They're they're not sitting in a gym for five hours, six hours, seven hours. So, any way to shorten that time period, and any innovation that that man, that's great for the sport. And you're doing something great. Thank you very much. Awesome.
0: Yeah, uh, you got anything else for us, Jason? No,
1: check out my website. wellruntournaments If you want to find a uh, war zone near you, or if you want to bring war zone to your region, uh, we want to fundraise. We didn't talk about the finances at all, but like, we're set up to help clubs grow. We're not like a money hungry company. I really just want to like get wrestling out there, get, you know, more and more kids involved in wrestling. It was like the best thing that happened to me in my life. Pretty much. It brought me out of like a really dark time. So I want to share it with, uh, with more children and more families. So please look us up.
0: Yeah. I'll make sure to give you a plug in our uh, closing little segment that we do and, and uh, a plug on social media, our Twitter and Facebook page as well. Thank you. Um, But yeah, that's all I've got. Thanks for tuning in.
1: Oh, one other thing. Uh, Are we still there? Yeah. We're still here. We run a reality TV show that falls around youth wrestlers. We get like 30,000 views an episode and it's growing. It's called the grind. It's on YouTube. If you like wrestling, It's funny. There's lots of drama. There's little kids crying. There
2: is teachable kids crying is my favorite,
1: my favorite too, man. (laughs) So much. Uh, So you should definitely check out the grind on YouTube. You won't be disappointed.
0: Awesome. Yeah. I'll check check that out when we get off. (laughs) I think I saw a clip for it, but I didn't fully watch it. Yeah. I've got to watch it now. That's, that's kind of fun. Uh, But yeah, that's all I've got for this episode. Thanks again for tuning in. Peace out. Peace out. Thanks guys. See ya.